Welcome in to the new episode of the IPL podcast. Yep, it's an episode inside of an episode inside of a Doritos Locos Taco. It's Levi Peckinpah, Ian Nickel, and Parker Terrell. Boys, how you doing? I was doing good until I saw a tweet from former Oklahoma State basketball, women's basketball player Lexi Keys, who entered the portal the other day, and she's going to freaking OU. How yeah. many players are we going to lose to OU in the portal? I'm sick of this. Bullcrap. This only happened Turncoat twice. Lexi Keys. Whatever. This only happened twice. <laughs> that's... Two times too many? Two too many. That's three too many. Because what? It was, it's Lexi Keys and then... Trace Ford. Trace Ford. Ford. Oh, there's also one in baseball, I believe. Was it Kale Davis or Bryce Osmond? That's true. You're right. So That's three. Three. At least that I know of off the top of my head at the moment. Uh, Bryce Osmond got drafted. So then it'd be Kale Davis was the one to go to OU. But then again, we've got... Uh, I believe it was Ben Abram for them. So, works out. Uh, turncoat Lexi Keys. Yeah, Kel Davis is the guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Bryce Osmond got drafted very late. I forgot about that. Uh, personally, for me, um, it is what it is. Uh, well, Levi Barry. hates women. Levi is a well-known woman. What? No, I'm not. Oh, oh okay. Well, what are you talking about, Willis? Just kidding. Women sports hater. Women sports hater. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. What Say it right now. <laughs> You trying to get me hate. I don't like that. Uh, no, my thing is, for for me, it's as long as a person is satisfied with the move they are going with, I could personally, it is what it is for them. Congratulations to her. Hopefully she's making the bag NIL-wise. Uh, but again, it's, I, I can't sit here and whine about it because Oklahoma State's going to benefit off the transfer portal as well. Every school benefits somehow, some way from the transfer portal. It it just happens. You're going to lose some. You're going to win some. It it's just it is what it is. You don't like. I I hate seeing it in the Big Twelve where you're going Big Twelve school to Big Twelve school. But as soon as I say that, Oklahoma State has several players from other Big Twelve teams. If you look at men's basketball, Bryce Thompson from Kansas, Tyreek Smith from Texas Tech. So I, I'm not going to hate it all on the move. It does it does sting a little bit that it's to OU, but at the same time, it's her move, and I'm, I'm, I'll support it as long as she, until she plays Oklahoma State. I wouldn't give a rip if she went to any other Big 12 school. I'm only frustrated because it's OU. Like, any other school. I know she's from Oklahoma. She's from Sequoia, Tahlequah, or whatever. But, I mean, I don't – as a person, absolutely. Get your bag, girl. Go play. Go be number one pick in the WNBA draft. I don't care. But as a fan, I, I, I mean, it's not okay for to go to a rival school. I mean, that's just not okay. She had well, 361 other teams she could have went to. Well, she's a homebody. Uh, actually, wait. Uh, I don't know how many teams are in the NCAA. Oh, I thought you were about to correct me on that stat. I have no idea how many teams are in D1. But I was going to say, up. Norman is further from Tahlequah than Stillwater. Uh, and also, there's a perfectly fine university uh, in Tahlequah. That's D2, but uh, whatever. 
Roll shows. Dude, I want to see that happen. I want to see a D1 person go to like D2 and then average like 50 a game. That'd, That'd be, be really sick. cool. That'd be really cool. That but they're going to be like, oh, the lack of competition. That would be sick, though. Imagine. Oh, yeah. Here's an example. Here's an example. So a person plays like two years at a D1 school. They play all right. They're a starter, but they average like 10 a game, you know? Then something happens with their family. They have to move back home. They go to the local like D2 school and just average like 50. That would be they – sh- they would make a Disney movie about that. Or you could just go to Michigan. No, it's not. It's Eastern Michigan and would have watched Amani Bates this past year. Uh, Amani Bates. He, he had that like one good wins. game. He had one really incre- like insane game where he had like 31 at halftime or whatever, right? What I'm saying is don't forget he was a top prospect in high school. He was literally supposed to be one of the guys at a high school – I believe it was – wasn't it a problem? It was like some type of thing relating guns and decided to go back home to eastern Michigan. Yeah. Well, he was going to go to Michigan State. Then he committed to Memphis, played a season there, got arrested, and then went to eastern Michigan. Also, as far as OU is concerned, they're going to the SEC in 2024. We may not play them again. Who cares? Didn't they say in other sports they were still going to play, though? Just yeah, well, I mean, well, well, I guess so. Anyway, I mean, we'll see. Uh, but that instead of one, two games, it's just one. Imani Bates played in twenty-five games this past season. He averaged twenty points a game. Pretty solid. Yeah. Again, so I I have no hate whatsoever. Happy. If she's happy there, that's great. And at the same time, for Oklahoma State, you just got to move on. You knew that there were already a lot of people jumping out based on just graduation and how old this Cowgirls team was. So you wanted to see if you could retain some people. I feel like a couple of the key players that you needed to retain, it was Lexi Keys, and I believe I'm trying to – wasn't it Taylor Collins was the other one that went to the transfer portal that no one knows where she's going yet? Probably OU. You don't know that, <laughs> but it's the little girl. That little girl recruited him. The let's go girl, dude. She was annoying. <laughs> What's that the little girl's name? Girl. <laughs> dude, she was screaming into that, that mic. So turn my eardrums. I had my AirPods in. I straight dropped my phone. I said, "What is this?" So it turns out this podcast is the Parker going to be a hater podcast today. Dude, I I will turn heel on this podcast, folks. Oh, oh no. That's a little wrestling term for y'all. I oh, will turn heel. I'm glad you threw out one since you missed out on WrestleMania. I didn't miss out. I saw the updates on Twitter. People were mad. People were big mad. So basically you just looked at my Twitter. Correct. <laughs> You need to watch. No, I Pat McAfee. I saw his Twitter. I saw his show. The whole thing. He was on. He was on WrestleMania. You're watching something Twitter. about something about Roman Reigns. Yeah. One I, in, instead of some guy named Cody. Oh yeah 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 and yeah. You're watching Rhodes. Forbidden Door two with us. You're watching Forbidden Door two yeah. with us. Do we want to talk 80s, about? That sounds like an Mania? 80s fantasy sequel. 
We took a bye week. Do we want to talk about it? What'd you say, Ian? Do we want to talk about Mania? Because, I mean, I didn't like... Oh, yeah, I'm done talking. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. Hold y'all, up. Get, y'all get your wrestling stuff at the end. Oh. Let's talk about the main stuff first. What's the Mania's main the biggest event of the year. Oh. Uh, as I shall raise my hand, uh, what's the main stuff you guys would like to get to? Let's go. We can go NFL, NFL drafts, NBA playoffs. Full draft. Who we think's going number one? <sighs> to the Carolina Football Panthers. CJ I I have seen the odds go to Bryce Young and Bryce Young's favor. So I think that's what's gonna happen it could be cj stroud it could be it'll probably be one of those two now if the panthers were i don't want to say smart they would go after one of the defensive uh picks in this draft go will anderson you drafted matt corral last year see what he can do he i mean he he's been hurt but it's it's a fresh start uh, for him and you bolster up your defense that wouldn't be a terrible idea. I, they're going to go quarterback, though, because Will Anderson would probably be down at the, the – you would have gotten a defensive star in the top uh, nine. But Yeah, you don't trade up to number one if you're not picking a quarterback. Vontae Mack, no matter what. They're, they're taking a quarterback. And it's Will Anderson, be, no matter be, what. <laughs> it's going to be Anthony Richardson. It's who they're going to pick at number one. Facts. Why? He's what? the best prospect. We've talked about this. He's the best prospect in the draft. Period. But regardless is that of what position. Carolina is going after? You just said they had a guy, Matt Corral. They had, they have a guy. I'm just I'm just saying. Everything that I've seen says it's going to be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. This isn't a. This is who they should pick. This is a this is what people are saying they're gonna pick. I haven't seen a Anthony Richardson number one mock draft yet. Is what I'm saying. I think CJ Stroud's probably the safe pick. Um it's the pick that makes the most sense if you look at Frank Reich's like whole back catalog of quarterbacks. It's six two, six three quarterback that preferably is a better thrower than Ryan. <laughs> It, that's CJ Stroud to a T. CJ can run a little bit, but he's got he's got the right arm that you want for an NFL quarterback. Uh love Anthony Richardson half to death. He's probably the guy where the floor is the lowest, but probably has the highest ceiling. Bryce Young, I love Bryce Young, but at the same time, I don't know where he fits as like an NFL quarterback. Here's my hot take. I think Bryce Young's floor is potentially pretty low. Because his his floor is that he gets hurt all the time. That's as a on field guy. No, he's probably not as low as AR. But as a just a the best ability is availability. Bryce Young, I kind of I'm a little wary on. Um, Did Richardson get hurt? No, during the season. He played every game. Anthony Richardson's one of those where if you look at his individual highlights, like you're like, oh, you 
like some of his individual highlights are all over ESPN. But then sometimes you look at the whole like game tape, you're sitting there like, I don't know. That kind of disappears. Yeah. I I wouldn't say that he makes a lot of bad mistakes. Like he's not, I mean, yes, he did have some interceptions, but it's just like he kind of dis like that magic just kind of disappears. But as I've said before, he was dealing with a first-year head coach. The first year he's been playing as a starter with a whole new system, whole new group of receivers, a bad defense, and he still put up decent numbers. I mean, his numbers are way better than Josh Allen's numbers in a in the Mountain in the Mountain Dead conference. So, how dare you? I, I just I, AR if I if I were the Panthers I, I just think there will be some teams at the top here that are drafting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility that we look back and AR is like Josh Allen or even Pat Mahomes, and people are going to be like, "Dang it!" Well, also, uh, those guys are put in good systems. One through one. Frank two, Reich is a solid system. Frank Reich has the offensive line right now that's consistent of my crappy bookshelf over there that will fall over if it. If it gets blown on once, I name me an offensive lineman, please. That's on the Carolina Panthers. I will give you nothing. Here's here's my thing. They could sit him though for a year, just like the Chiefs did. But also, who was starting was Alex Smith. You know, a veteran who knows the game. You have Mount Corral, who's like a year older than Anthony Richardson. Oh. And- I think the Panthers signed Andy Dalton. Oh, yep. that's right. <laughs> forgot about that. Dude, my theory, I forgot about that, Ian. Nice my guy. theory now, I, I fully believe then that they're doing that. They're they're going to play Andy Dalton, have him get sacked every play. He's going to get hurt week six. Then they put in Corral. Then he gets hurt week 13. And exactly like what happened with the Chiefs, you get a little taste of AR at the end of the season. I think C.J. Stroud still makes the most sense. It's literally – That's the it, safest pick. It's like when he came out the wound, he had a Frank Reich stamped under his arm. Just Frank Reich, property of Frank Reich. Like like he's Andy, just Andy on the boot of Woody. Like that's that's what Matt Corral was. Hey, now in stores uh, it says Bonnie. It, it don't say it, Andy anymore. We're old, dude. We're old. Well, trust me, it doesn't matter because the first movies were better. So it's Andy on the boot from here on out. Yeah. There's a snake in my boot. Uh, but I think it's going to be Corral 1, Bryce Young 2. Then You mean you mean uh, Stroud? Stroud 1, Bryce Young 2. Wait, who did I say 1? Corral. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Stroud 1, Bryce Young 2. Who? Cardinals are going to trade their pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. Probably. Cardinals are at three. I forget. Yeah. Although, if they were to keep their pick, getting an edge it guy to replace J.J. Watt would be a heck of a heck of a move. I there think- could be a team, though, that trades that up to get whatever quarterback is left of those three. I would, I would assume Will Anderson becomes the first defensive guy off the board. He's just the best overall. So, Will Anderson. Not according to Chris Sims. Also, Clown. Also, Chris Sims is one of the worst analysts in the game. Clown. There's there's garbage. There's whatever Chris Sims is. 
Oh man. What was the, <laughs> the thing that Chris Sims had a couple of years ago that was They're just so brand. wild? Keaton Slovis? Oh right? yeah, I think so. He was like Keaton Slovis is gonna be the number one pick in the draft. Womp womp. There's for the brand and there's for the bland. That is what Phil Sims is. Chris Sims. Phil Sims is his daddy. Oh. Daddy. He didn't slow this. Did you know, am I crazy? Did Phil Sims play at Iowa? No, I don't think he did. He played at like some like random. I want to say it was Richmond. Oh, no, no, no. Moorhead State. Yeah, Moorhead State. That's a crazy college in general. That's a trivia question right there, boys. But yeah. So looking at looking at this draft, right? Panthers, just the order. Panthers, Houston, Arizona, Indianapolis, uh, Seahawks, Lions. You have Vegas at seven, Atlanta at eight, Chicago at nine, Eagles at ten. Hey. So what I'm looking at, barring any like trade scenarios. You have the Panthers going with the QB at one, Houston going with the QB at two, Indianapolis with a QB at four, probably the Raiders with a quarterback at seven. I don't oh, think Atlanta's going to draft a QB. I don't think the Bears are going to draft. What? Seven? Oh, gosh. Dude, he going to the booty cheeks Raiders, though. He's gonna get screwed. Oh, I feel sorry. Best that. best case scenario for AR is probably to the Panthers, I would think. Anthony Richardson's best hope is he gets treated like Lamar Jackson in his draft and drops to thirty two. Oh, that ain't happening. Uh, thirty two Eagles. Oh, there's Eagles no take pitch. AR at ten. Eagles take AR at ten. Oh, that would be. Oh, that shut was, up. <laughs> Stop. I, you know, AR to Indianapolis wouldn't be terrible. The way I think of quarterbacks, though, I don't know why. Will Levis makes more sense in Indianapolis. I feel like he has a better chance to thrive there. Anybody that goes there is going to have a first-year head coach. Uh, and that's, that's usually a disaster. Although. Kyler Murray. See Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury. Well, we knew Kingsbury's an idiot at the start. Everybody knew Cliff was not going to last. But remember when he was at that really nice uh, place for the draft? That was really cool. Do we think Tennessee drafts a quarterback at 11? Ooh. Hendon Hooker? He's coming home. Oh, that screams Tennessee Hendon Hooker at 11. They, they still have Malik Willis, who I they, like I Malik guess, Willis. I like Malik Willis. I don't think Tennessee does because they had Josh Dobbs start over him. Yeah, they they basically threw him to the wolves and they're they're done with him. Just like how uh, Carolina's done with Corral, they don't see anything in both of those guys. Hmm. Texans have a pick at twelve. Do they? Could they? Draft a QB at 12. No, 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 no. 
No. Line. They're going to take Bryce Young at two, and then they're going to probably <laughs> either see if like, – Skaronski? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Either Skaronski still available, and you can put him next time or next to Shaq Mason, or you go with something on the defensive end because, goodness, you need something on that defense. Part of me thinks that somebody, somebody's going to drop. Somebody's going to drop really low. Oh, it's Jalen Carter. First round. What? Dude, some people are saying the Eagles at 10 for Jalen Carter because of how many uh, Georgia players we have. I think he's I mean, look, the greats, it, 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 whatever works, man. I think it's probably he's going to drop because let's be real. If Jalen Carter didn't go through everything that he's been through, he's probably the guy going to Arizona at number three. He just probably is. Uh, but instead, I assume it's probably to either Seattle or Detroit at five or six, and that is considered dropping for Jalen Carter. Him at Detroit with uh, Aiden Hutchinson and good old Malcolm Rodriguez, that'd be a beastly. Yeah, well, people – although I, I, do, I think people – NFL GMs are not all stupid, and they obviously whatever Carter's pro day, he's yeah, he's way better than that. Oh, yeah. Like, I think there's also a good chance he goes at eight to Atlanta because now at number six for Detroit, uh, they just lost their one of their corners, Jeff Okuda, got traded to Atlanta for like a fifth round pick. So yeah. you're out of corner. So I think there might be like a Christian Gonzalez at six. Yeah. Like there's going to be a run of corners. Man, keep an eye out for Joey Porter of Penn State. Really like him. I would love to, for the Eagles to get him. I would love for the Eagles to get him, but they don't. They don't need him. Let him fall to twenty six. Let that ain't happen. Joey Porter is gonna be a baller. So if Joey Porter somehow falls down, like there, that's my guaranteed hit of the draft is Joey Porter. Like if just like how I had the guaranteed hit of uh, what was the offensive lineman that went to Baltimore right after. Right after Landon bomb. Yes. Like how I was screaming for Lyndon bomb to go to Dallas and Parker almost, almost saw me trash my apartment. Tyler Smith was a great pick though. That yeah. Funny. But Lyndon bombs better. That's that's Lyndon bombs better. That's Ian's funny. hit of the week is I spice every week. <laughs> forgetting. How, how does this happen every week? Hey, Ian, how don't do I... worry about Parker. That boy's a liar. Part two. <laughs> Hey. hey. <laughs> I do have a couple of prospects, not f- football prospects, that I've been looking at almost position by position of uh, particular guys I like. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but. <laughs> I thought you were just looking for uh, prospects in the rap game that you're like, oh, I'm going to be a munch for that. One. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about prospects just like in general, like That's for a lady. I don't want to be. I was like, what do you mean position by position? Ian, this is a kid's podcast. You have someone for the brand? This is a podcast for children. God, Ian. What do you mean position by position? Your ring's still there. I'm still, we're still good. With all the ice, all the ice by stuff, man, you're, you're really pushing it. But, um, there's a couple of guys that I like. Uh, he was like, you thought I was filling you? No. Nah. Hey. So, guys kind of off the radar. Um, 
obviously I have Bryce Young, CJ Stroud up there. Hendon Hooker, I uh, I think he's been going up uh, first round. I think he's a great value as a third round pick. But if he keeps going up, man, I, I think we're going to see a stretch where we see a bunch of Tennessee quarterbacks and Tennessee uh, just offensive skill positions kind of go in the way of OU where they're held in such high regard, right? And the way we look at Ohio State with their receivers, I think we're going to see a run here where you got to get the Tennessee guys like Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt, I think, is going to be a great receiver. He just keeps getting downfield. He's got speed for days. And I think the system that um, – what's his name? Heupel runs is going to be super beneficial for um, some NFL prospects. Some people are saying uh, uh, Joe Milton next year. Yeah, I mean, from where Based he's on the at, fact that he can throw a football a very long ways. Yeah, and if you give him the same receiver, like if he is Jalen Hyatt, I mean, he'll, he's probably going to beast. Uh, Completely disregarding it, the fact that he was terrible at Michigan. Yeah. Well, we're also Mich- regarding the fact that this is just one year of Tennessee success, not a whole string of like a decade that we expect from other places. So I am – not putting any stock on Tennessee because usually when that happens, you get shot in the foot with a five-win season. Uh, again, I'm not saying they're going to win a national championship because OU hasn't in a while. I'm just saying that they'll. there's going to be some guys there that are ball players. Uh, a QB that I think I've talked about, I like Jake Hayner a lot out of Fresno State. Mountain best, baby. Uh, a QB that I think will be converted to a running back or wide receiver. I kind of expect Malik Cunningham to be, you know, we're going to look back like, oh, where did Malik Cunningham go out of Louisville? Oh, he's a wide receiver for the friggin' Toronto Argonauts. Hey. And I really see that happening. Deuce the Vaughn. Bra- the Brahmas in the XFL. The Brahmas in the XFL, man. XFL's cooking. Deuce Vaughn. I think should be higher on draft boards. Well, he's not I kind of size. I also expect, I expect, um, who is it? The Eagles. I think the Eagles could pick him up. I think the Chargers could pick him up. Wherever <laughs> Darren Sproles has played is where I think he's going to go. Frank Gore Jr. Nobody's talking about Frank Gore Jr. If he doesn't get signed by either the San Francisco 49ers or the, or the Colts, I will be very much mad. If he doesn't sign with a uh, <laughs> one of Frank Gore's teams, we riot. Uh, Mo Ibrahim, Ian Nickel Player of the Year. Uh, dude is a workhorse. Uh, I kind of ex- expect him to bounce around, and obviously B.J. Robinson. Wide receivers, uh, Smith, uh, Nick Jigba. Easy player. Easy player. Yeah, I had to. Jackson I, Smith I, and Jigba. There it is. Ig Jig, what is it? Jigba. Jackson Smith in Jigba, wide receiver from Ohio State. Doesn't have the speed, but almost anything else you want in a wide receiver, he's that guy. Also injury problems. Faction. Oh, well. Uh, Mentioned Jalen Hyatt earlier. I love Xavier Hutchinson, man. I think we all do. 6'4", just big body. I think he's going to be like Mike Evans. Let's let's be honest. The bang of your buck pick of the draft, a guy that Oklahoma State has played at one point, 
comes from the great state of Idaho. J.L. Skinner. Mm, oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. That guy oh. just boosts, just saying his name boosts my testosterone levels by at least, by at least 70%. He's a second round. He's uh, projected a second round pick. Uh, I think I looked at some of his stats. He's good. I think Jason Taylor would be a great draft pick um, as long as he stays healthy. Emmanuel Forbet, uh, Forbes out of Mississippi State. Clark Phillips out of uh, Utah. Uh, both guys who I think probably should have won the Thorpe Award because uh, they. I think they both – each of them had six interceptions. Ivan Pace Jr. out of Cincinnati I think is really good. Uh, so is Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. Will McDonald out of uh, Iowa State. Yeah. Uh, He's mocked to the Eagles at yeah. uh, their 30, 30th pick. Mm. Eagles take well, big ball players or players that are well-known. One of the and then uh, real quick, kickers. Jake Moody out of Michigan. Anders uh, Carlson out of Auburn. I feel like if you draft a Carlson at kicker, you'll – you can't do wrong. Christopher Dunn of NC State and the punter, Michael Turk. That dude can punt a ball to the mountains. I'd, I'd love some Michael Turk on the couch. What about our boy uh, from OSU? What's his name, the kicker? Oh, uh, it's not. Uh, oh, it's, it's not. It's not Alex uh, Hale. Tanner Brown. Tanner Brown. Tanner Brown. Dude, Tanner Brown is consistent. I didn't see him on any prospect list. No. And that's a shame. The one guy, if there's someone where you're like, how in the heck did he go that late? And it'd be from Oklahoma State. Because uh, long snappers aren't really ever drafted. Uh, him but bro. him, bro. There's like, nah, I, he, he ain't getting drafted. I could see like with a end of the seventh round pick. Mm, maybe. Long snapper. I wonder where Tyler Lacey's going to go. I've, I've seen kind of seventh round projections yeah. of him. He didn't have a good combine. Nah. Never do. Thanks, Casey Dunn. I don't think that one's on done. All right. Let's uh, start a new stream. Yes. Don't care. I'm blaming Casey Dunn for everything. Idaho Hall of Famer. Idaho Hall of Famer, Casey Dunn. We left him in Idaho. I mean, he's such a Hall of Famer, he let Brandon Preston get killed by J.L. Skinner whenever he was up in Idaho. Mm. Dude, the Eagles, <laughs> if they draft J.L. Skinner, that's like, that's on par with the NFC Championship win for me. Just kidding. But Bro, that would be I, sick. I want to see that boy in a Cowboys uniform like nobody's business. Him being oh. in a Broncos uniform, though, that'd be pretty cool. If he goes there, he's just going to end up floundering. I don't want to see. The Eagles need a safety. Well, I'm talking about him going to Denver. I want to see. shut uh, up. <laughs> Where is he projected? I'm I'm looking for it. Hold on. He's projected to be lost in the amount of money wasted on R- Russell Wilson. Okay. He's probably going to go to the Seahawks in the third round and be a freaking Pro Bowler. Okay, 91st overall prospect. He's projected to have one to two danger witches per day. All right. NBA playoffs. Playoffs. Anything? Wait, 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 wait. Y'all have anything else about the draft? Sitting here yeah. two weeks out. Uh, Again, just J.L. Skinner. Bryce Young. Please. Bryce Young. Let's talk about Bryce Young a little bit. So Bryce Young for forever was the consensus number one pick. Yeah. 
why do you think y'all why do you think he's dropped off a little bit well a lot of big alabama fatigue i mean there's a good chance that that's part of it i mean alabama still has not thrown out a quality quarterback just there's still speculation <laughs> yeah because miami would replace two in a heartbeat if he still had was after the seven so started. well Tua was slain him Tua was playing so well till his brain got jostled around a couple times. Yeah. And, and yeah. let's be real, dude will probably have to retire within the next few years because of it. Like, uh, let's, I hope let's not. be honest. And let's also be honest, you can stick a moron behind whatever offensive line still had his brains battered out and still throw to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Not Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater. They were awful. Well, let me re- let me rephrase that. Competent quarterbacks, like, mm. like, bottom starter probably still could have done better, or still probably could have done something. Like, you're given the top offensive weapons in the league besides running back, because the last time Miami had a good running back was when Jay Ajayi was in the league. Love that man. That was Super Bowl champion. Man. That bro was a dog. He's, isn't he a dog like in like the gaming space now? I think something like Maybe. that. Maybe <laughs> he be playing Fortnite. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know he's like <laughs> doing professional gaming, if I remember. Uh, but yeah, I mean Alabama has not produced a competent quarterback. I don't mind saying that because at any given moment, Miami's wanted to throw away to a Tagovailoa. Everybody knows that Bill Belichick is debating throwing away Mac Jones. So. Tell me when there's been a competent quarterback to come out of Alabama that people are comfortable with. Joe Namath. <laughs> I was going to say kids. Yeah, Joe Namath is from Alabama. Yeah. Wow. Him and Stabler both. Kenny isn't the Snake like, Stabler. Isn't he like known as like one of the guys that probably shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame? Namath? Yeah. Yeah, because he has uh, less passing touchdowns than, uh, like, freaking Brian Hoyer. And just overall, if you look at his stats. Yeah, he has terrible stats. The reason that he's in the Hall of Fame is because he had an iconic NFL moment. Literally. For once made the Jets relevant. He literally said, we are going to beat the undefeated number one team. And and they did. So, that is... Literally, his whole career. The Baltimore Colts or whatever were like either undefeated or they were the defending champs and they'd won almost every game. And he was like, the Jets were like, not that great, but they made a run in the playoffs. And he was like, we're going to beat those guys. And then they did. He just said, he held up the number one. He just said, bet and just went for it. He said, F around, find out. (laughs) Now, if you look at this graph right here, that's what he said he brought. And did nothing after that. Literally nothing. Was cheeks after that. So uh, I shall stand on the podium of Alabama quarterbacks, no. Uh, no, Kenny Stabler's good. We talked about that. Yeah. So I, I – We're still, just messing with you because they're old, but yeah. I was about to say, I don't know who Stabler is off the top of my Kenny head. Kenny the Snake Stabler, the Raiders teams of the 70s, he was their quarterback. The autumn wind is a pirate. I forgot. 
are like trips. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Whenever Autumn win, oh, he's is uh, he? Well, he Alabama played there. Treated him like garbage while he was there, so I consider him more of an OU quarterback. He was not garbage. No, he led them to a national like championship. Garbage. Oh, they treated him. They treated him. Yes, yes, yes. They treated him Bart like garbage. Not he they was did. garbage. He was actually they did treat him. Uh, XFL legend AJ McCarron. Garbage. Have you seen him in the XFL? He's doing pretty good. NFL preseason legend Greg McElroy. ESPN analyst Greg McElroy. Ian, oh. there's garbage. There's garbage. There's garbage. There's garbage. There's garbage. And then there's where in the hell the XFL, the CFL, and all that crap is that no one watches. Uh, the XFL has had like 1.9 million viewers. Like they're getting two million. I get my haircut. I get my haircut at this Here. place in Stillwater called Game Time Cuts. Yeah, got out. Uh, and they play like sports on the TVs in there. And I was in there one day, and they were playing an XFL game. Not gonna lie, that was booty. That was some bad football being played. Yeah, I, it's really it, for people who treat football like drugs. And it's that like. Imagine if you got players that weren't good enough for the NFL and had them play football. That's exactly what it is. Yes. And we're like a handful of them. will make it back to the NFL for like two years, then go back. The only person who's like been successful, like recently is PJ Walker. And My guy, PJ Walker. PJ Walker. And wasn't it Taylor Heineke as well? That either went from like the USF. Yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to the, to those guys. Uh, besides that, who cares? Who cares? The Rock. Oh yeah, he's got to make money somehow. Dwayne the Black Dwayne Adam didn't make, make him any money. Uh, anyway, hmm. what were we talking about? We were talking about NBA play. Bryce Young. Why he fine. fell off? I think I, he fell off because his size, oh yeah, smaller than people th- thought, and his injury problems at Alabama in his last year. Yeah, those are the problems. And unless you put a good team around him, the injury thing's not going to go away. The thing is, Houston's not a bad spot, which is crazy for me to say. But they've signed down Laramie Tunzel, locked him down for the next three years. They're bringing in Shaq Mason, I believe. And you can bring in a couple more extra O-linemen, and then you've got a good offensive line for a guy like like Bryce Young. Brevin Jordan was a good tight end at the U, so maybe you can get something out of him. you got Nico Collins. You've got, like, young wide receivers there. Um, John Mechie, you got Mechie there as well. There's young talent there that if they are given a good quarterback, you can probably do something with them. So it again for Bryce for every quarterback, it's based on the system you're in. That's how it works. It's the team game. Even though we talk about grace of all times, it's team game. So it's what system are you going to be put in? Is it going to be highly successful? So I Houston is probably going to be a good system for him if they put the right things around him. And here's the thing. If they get a young quarterback, they'll probably be serious for once. And you have Davis Mills there if stuff hits the fan or if you want to play him for at first. 
you're right. That long neck can make up on the offensive line. You can he can just stick it out there and just like clothesline somebody with his neck. All right, NBA playoffs. The Oklahoma City Thunder are playing the Zionless New Orleans Pelicans. And a lot of people are having the Pelicans win. I, you Whack. know what? Whack. They could put up a fight. Dude, let's talk. We can talk about a little bit the Thunder in this season, but are we a little concerned about the Zion situation? Oh, yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's getting up there with the likes of Greg Oden and the likes of uh, – No, no, Sam well. And the likes of he's, – he's, he's entering bus territory. No, people are he's saying not- bus. He was the first t- uh, starter on the All-Star team. But he, he – But he, he's hurt. He can't play. But what I'm saying is, people are also saying that he's not actually hurt. People are saying that he's not actually hurt. That he's just fat? That's a very big yeah. possibility. No. <laughs> that he hates the team. He's like, he's kawaii in it. It's hard to kawaii it whenever you sign the Supermax like the year before, the two years before. Like, did he sign the Supermax? Or did yeah, he just he sign did. the he signed Supermax. He signed to uh, Long John Silver's. Fat shaming Ian on here. God. Hopefully he gets better food than that. We got the Lexi Keys hater. We got the fat shamer. I'm trying to think of – oh, wait. I don't hate Lexi Keys. I I do not hate Lexi Keys. I I hate her decision to go to OU. No, I got to talk about this. I'm so happy that I've – the downfall of the Cavender Twins has begun. They're no longer <laughs> college basketball. We've done it. No more. Have fun doing whatever on TikTok. Nobody cares. See you later. Also, I mean, Zion Williamson has only played 114 games in uh, it, the three years he's been there. 24 games in 1920, 61 games in 2021, 29 games in 2022, 2023. So, like, if he ain't playing – what nothing happens sorry that doesn't make any sense then how could he have signed the supermax don't ask me ask the new he may not have he did like if you go online look up supermax zion has signed that where's that where's zion signed the supermax okay williamson <laughs> Zion Williamson, Williamson. like Zion. Zion Williamson's contract extension with the Pelicans contains a weight clause. He signed a five-year rookie max extension worth 193 mil. I wish I could flip this. It's easier. But yeah, yeah, they had a weight clause. Yeah, uh, if anybody. Saw before the season, he kept the weight under control. It's just this man has glass skin. Or no, he, has, he has glass bones and paper skin at the moment. He, he Zion. Needs, he's getting to de-rose himself. That's what he's doing. He's going to de-rose himself. He needs to adjust his play style because his body can't I, take it. He first. Hmm? To be, 
Rose. I mean, I is going to D Rose himself because guess what? He has MVP potential if he can ever hit his ceiling. The problem, and is, they're a good team. They're yeah. a good team. CJ McCollum and Brandon Egram are phenomenal. They got good depth. I mean, Jose Alvarado is it? Bi. I love Bi. Herb Jones. That boy, that boy Herb, this camera is frustrating me on my thing. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of potential. It's just you can never get past that hump when your star, your guy, is gone. So, and the thing is, he's been gone for a long time. So, the Pelicans team, this isn't, like, new that Zion's engine. So, this the game between the Pelicans and OKC is just, who wants it more? Like, because I could see the Pelicans taking it, but at the same time, I could really see an SGA like thirty point, forty point game. Dude, also, Chet Holmgren is listed as questionable. Chet's not playing. Chet, 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 Chet. If, if they win the the play in tournament, is there a chance we see him play against Denver? Hell no. I want to risk it. You're going to have him go in there. Risk what? He's way past the timetable. I mean, yeah. they said he was going to be out for the year. So but bring they him also, back the I don't play- think they expected him to, them to make the playoffs. Bringing him back in the playoffs to get molly whopped by Jokic as like your welcome to the NBA moment does not sound fun. That does oh, not so sound fun. Maybe not. Maybe. On whenever you what put about up. bringing him in in garbage time? No. Just wait till the next season. Next season, let him bulk up. Let him bulk up. Let him. Y'all see that uh, photo of him that they're saying he bulked up? That was not. He looked the same to me. Bro looked like he maybe like leaned out a little bit or something like that. Like it's like bit. that picture of Alex Jones. It's like before and after, and he looks the exact same yes, to me. Uh, like I can see a little bit there, but it's not like it's not like we're talking to Jokic, like where he started versus where he is now. Like or that, y- yeah, or Giannis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did I say Giannis? Yeah, you said, Yo- you said Jokic. That's Jokic. okay. Jokic also fits, but Giannis—that's the guy I was going for. Because Jokic also, from like year one in the NBA to now, it's crazy different. If Jan- if somehow Chet could hit the Giannis weight plan, that's like basically Wimbenyama a little bit. Wimbin Yama's basically just Chet, but with a jumper. Is literally that. True. Wim- Chet could shoot, though. Chet shot 40% from three. How many threes did he shoot, though? Like, I don't remember him shooting a lot of threes. Not a lot. Not Wim- a lot. But he did shoot 40% from three. Wimby was doing that on a more consistent basis. Wham, bam, slam, a lang. He, he shoots a lot of threes. Yeah, Wimby going number one. Uh, to our boy, Cade. Cade going to get himself a, a Wimbanyama. Yeah, Cade might actually stop getting I hurt. hope they put East Coast, man, because the last thing the West needs is another superstar like that. What I – I like, I can see the Spurs getting him and just having that. Oh, they would. Uh, what I'm hoping I is – hate that. I need the Thunder to trade like their 7,000 first round picks and get Wemby. Dude, if, if that's what Presti's doing, that would be the most amazing thing of all time. Stay- Just like 20 first round picks. Like, here's your starting lineup. Your starting lineup would be 
SGA, Giddy. I wish they would do Williams. They're not going to do Williams. It would be Dort, Chet, Wemby. Ooh, I don't think Williams sits the bench at all next year. There's no way. See, I would have Dort come off the bench and be your defensive six man. Like, I, I feel like that'd be perfect. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. That's what they should do. And then just literally have Williams number two and Lou Dort and Trey Mann be your, like, three guys. Dude, Williams is as good on defense as Lou Dort almost. Jay, that guy was an absolute diamond. That dude. From ooh. Santa Clara. The, the last guy to, that was really good at Santa Clara since, like, what, Steve Nash? Yeah. Yeah. Presti, you genius. Also, the uh, Usman Jing, he's like 18. Yeah, Usman Dieng is basically your next Poku when you're ready to trade Poku. Poku's doo-doo. Yes. Get rid of him. That's why I can't wait for him to trade Poku. Jalen Williams has been an absolute beast. Uh, You know? Both Jalen Williams have. You know what you could do? Trade Poku. Oh yeah, that too. But what you would could you trade Jay Will for Wimbenyama? Is yeah. Jay Will number eight? Dude, that's the Thanos meme. That's the Thanos meme. What did it cost? Everything. I I like Jay Jalen Williams a lot. One could argue that he he's rookie of the year, but there's no way they're going to give it to him. They're going to give it to a uh, uh, Paulo Ranchero. Ranchero. Out of Orlando, Orlando hasn't done squat this year. Look where we are. Remember that feud we had with that Orlando guy, Levi? <laughs> I remember. I dunked. Oh, off. <laughs> look at us now. Play it. Two years. They're in a perpetual rebuild. They can't stop rebuilding. Uh, so we it's... we haven't even been taking that long. This is awesome. I feel like uh, you guys you guys haven't watched South Park, have you? I've watched a little bit. Negative. Ah, come on. Going down to South Park. Gonna have myself a time. Well, there's one episode where uh, Cartman uh, drinks uh, Scott Tenderman's tears. Uh, that's what I feel like whenever I see. Oh him. yes. Yes, where <laughs> Cartman does one of his most outrageous things, and then just starts drinking the tears of his enemy. That's what I feel like whenever I get to talk about Orlando. It's like, oh yes, the tears are so delicious. Do you like your chili, Scott? I call it Mrs. and Mrs. Tetterman Chili. <laughs> so good. A wild episode. Very crazy. Technically, the Thunder still have a shot at Wimba and Yama, like a 1.8%. Yeah, I, you know, I like. The Cavs did it. So here's 1.8%. Yes, but also I... at that point, I could almost guarantee that the NBA is rigged with what David Stern does. Honestly, I'm going to say this. I think right now the Thunder don't need another star. What they need is Chat. more role players. They need more money. Yeah, that works too. Uh, I'm they have a Chet-sized hole. Literally, their team would be so good with Chet. Yeah. Like, if he yeah. is what as advertised, they're, they have a rim-protecting rebounding hole big hole and he fills that to me uh bring back chet well you're gonna be bringing in chet for his rookie year because next mm -hmm. year will be his rookie year uh 
and then a veteran because that's what this team's lacking is an actual veteran that is not Dario Saric. Like, Saric isn't a veteran. Like, he's like, what, 26, 27? Talking about bring in someone, like, bring in Serge Ibaka. Like, not only would that be cool for, like, old OKC fans, but, like, Ibaka could give you, like, 10, 15 off the bench. You know, you could bring in Kevin Durant. No. I was about to say uh, what you could do. Uh, you could bring in Russell Westbrook. Uh, mm. after, yeah. After he's done with the Clippers, and uh, just just bring him in. Like no one's gonna be that mad. Hey, hey, uh, how how you doing? You want to come back, dude? Kevin Durant would be sick on this team. I don't want to see Kevin Durant. Uh, no. Go play some little B real quick. Kevin Durant, dude. No, I don't know. Starting want lineup, starting lineup. SGA, Giddy, KD, J Will, Chet. That's a that's a championship team. Yeah. Well, one of those things is not like the other. You need to get younger, not older. I'm Even not saying forever. Just a couple years. No, I think that's stunning the re that's stunning the rebuild, right? You're building for the future. Kevin Durant adds a win now mode, and I don't think the Thunder are ready for just yet. As far as this Thunder team, uh, my favorite track by Little B. If anybody wants to look at it, <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a couple power forwards on the draft list. Taylor Hendricks at a UCF, uh, he could fit a nice role six nine two ten. Uh, this is kind of, I mean, I, this might be how most drafts are, but. Very heavy um, point guard draft. Yeah, you know, uh, things that OKC doesn't need. Yeah. Here's uh, so- another center that's there. Ryan, uh, was it Ryan Kalkbrenner from Creighton? 71256? No. Here's 50- what I think. Uh, <laughs> to me, if you're going to go get a veteran that is technically on the younger side, like I want like a John Collins from Atlanta. Like, I feel like that'd be an awesome fit, like in Atlanta, in athletic four to me, it's either you get like a vet vet that's in his mid thirties that would be able to really mentor some guys really still be able to play some good minutes or get like a solid attachment guy that, you know, he can give you about like 10 plus playing at like the power forward spot. What about Chris Paul? His deals up. Nah, he's not gonna. Uh, it's too much money. He's probably. This might be the it. This might be it for him. If he wins a title here, oh, if he not, wins see him, here. did you see him dapping up all the players? Oh yeah, because he still has love for the city. Yeah, he still has. Yeah, he still has love for the city. But like, that doesn't mean he he's would gonna be perfect, back. dude, off the like, bench. There's, I assume there's very much a good chance Chris Paul's jersey gets retired in OKC. Ah, easy play. Well, that. Well, wait, 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 that would mean for idiot. one season. No, for it'd be like two or three seasons because not only with with the OKC Hornets, with them being here for his time while while, uh, the New Orleans was recovering from Hurricane Katrina, which was the stemming point for the OKC Thunder to ever happen. So without him and the Hornets being here, the Thunder aren't even a, a, a thought. That's a good point. But his... If that without that, no. His one year, the bubble team, they were just fine. 
Yeah, I know. Just being the mentor to give us our franchise guard, it, it doesn't doesn't mean a lot. To also be the guy Did that he? No. I mean SGA. Still just one season. You can't retire a dude's jersey for one oh, season. I wouldn't do it for that, but I'm saying the impact that he had for OKC overall, he deserves it. They're real stingy with the jersey retirements, though, yeah. at Oklahoma City. Well, call it it's, it's also Westbrook is next. Westbrook's next. Yeah. They might. Westbrook, Chris Paul, KD, and. There's no way Chris Paul should be before KD. Oh, I'm just giving you like people I think should. Oh, that hatchet's been buried. KD's after Westbrook. Oh, KD's definitely after Westbrook. Yeah, uh, and to me, it it's only the hatchet's only retired by the weirdos on Twitter. They're like, why are people still booing KD? I still got a fire of hate for KD. Like, uh, my yeah. my like 16 year old self has still not recovered from that. I was crying July 4th, so I still got. Hate. I remember being so sad that july 4th and i was like i don't want to do anything i just want to like i was at flipping like a town event for fourth for the fourth i was doing i was doing sack races and uh you like there was like a hush went over the crowd literally and it was because of that like everyone looked at their phone and got the espn notification right it's like if we all met up in a friend group and and one of us just decided to kick the, one of like the other two in the nuts and then just go off to the friend group that is just all above all of us and then is successful there. It would almost be like, like kicking Steven Adams in the nuts. Well, Draymond did that. Yeah. The, but then he did it again. Steven Adams might get his jersey retired. I could see that. Yes, I I want that. I I want him to play. Another veteran that could come back and honestly, no one would hate would be Stephen Adams. I agree with that. Because I think he still has, he has like a it. couple years. Because my whole thought process yeah. was he was just going to grow whenever he went somewhere and maybe get a bigger spot. He's just been the same consistent Stephen Adams. So kind of whack, Tbh, but he's a good locker room guy. Yeah, I mean he's like he gives you like a solid great like, locker room, ten and eight a night. <laughs> Just doesn't fit in the modern NBA anymore. You know, whenever Jaw, like, he led a players only meeting, was like, Jaw, you can't have the guns and the strippers anymore. You got to knock it off. And then went right to it. And then, and then he went right uh, to it. But he's a, he's a glue guy. He saw it. It was like, there's a parade inside my city. Yeah. yeah. It's a parade inside my city. Yeah. Skip. Well, do that. we think do we think the Thunder are good enough to make it out of the play-in tournament? Uh, I'll have them beat the Pelicans, but then I yeah. think the winners of Lakers. No, they play the losers of Lakers Timberwolves. Yeah, which is Timberwolves. Really? That's a seven-eight game. So, are you sure it's the, not the winners play each other? That doesn't make any sense. No, no the winner. The winner gets the seventh seed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the winner of the 9-10 game and the loser of the 7-8 game. And the T-Wolves at the moment are God. They're dead. They're dead. Rudy Gobert is a teammate. Although, I would say the spread right now is 8.5. 
I, I, that's pretty tempting. I'm not going to lie, especially since um, supposedly they play better with without Gobert. Oh, yeah, that's dude. Remember when I texted y'all Gobert's a clown like a month ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, we agreed with you. Further dude. proved. I know. I'm just saying. He's the one that started COVID. That game will actually be going on. I'm going to plan on putting this up tomorrow. Uh, that game's going to be happening at 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, I'm going to assume Lakers win that. I think that's pretty easy. Because yeah. uh, Rudy Gobert is, like Ian said, he's, he's suspended for the game for punching Kyle Anderson. Uh, and then Rudy will be appearing against the winners of Thunder Pelicans. And which I think it's I will flash OKC bias here because mm-hmm. New Orleans they're at home they are five and a half but because we've seen SGA J Will J Dub and all the big performances for them I'm going to give it to OKC as like a, a game winner or something like that. Also, this is the first time that we get to really see Dagnault coach hard. I mean, movie. he has he has coached hard at points in the season. But this is like win or go home. What can Dagnall do? And I'm excited for that. This is Dagnall's first like game that actually like really means something. So I will agree with you, Levi. I think the winner, the winner of New Orleans and the Thunder, will beat Minnesota if that were to happen. But if the Lakers lose tonight, you know darn well, Adam Silver and LeBron. They're gonna be like they're gonna go to the refs and say, "Hey, can you sprinkle some games in that you've done like you've done for the past uh, like All Star break? Get that foul discrepancy up big time, and that's how they win that game." So, and then he meets Ram Ranch with Nikola Jokic, uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray and Ram Ranch sounds like a uh, oh no, I forgot about that. And the thing is, Jamal Murray. Oh, let's but let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let Jamal do that. Oh man. Uh, but if the Lakers do lose, then the Lakers will be beating OKC or New Orleans or New Orleans. Like if the, I'm gonna give it to OKC just because I'll throw some biasism in there. But I think it's very back and forth between the Pelicans and OKC. I can see either one winning. Like, they're both good teams. Thunder playing with house money. Oh, yeah. uh, I think the I think the Pelicans need this game more. They don't have Zion, though. But they've been without him for yeah. a long time. But they've been without him for a long time. They have pieces yeah. to win now. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. SGA wants to win now. Of course he does. But also... They're playing with house money because they don't have Chet. <laughs> like, this wasn't supposed to be the year that they go off. We were supposed to be looking for Wimby Yama. Yes. Yeah. We were supposed to be looking for Wimby. Instead, uh, SGA is looking for all NBA 13. So, we yes. very we are very much ahead of the timeline right now. We are, we are ahead of the MCU timeline, and we're about to jump into the uh, wormhole to go back in time. But Dude, I, if if it's any team other than the Pistons at number one, because we know the Pistons are ran by uh, Presti's old best friend, any other team, I think Presti can work some Jedi mind tricks, and I would be willing to sacrifice J. Will. 
for yeah. when Benyama for when Benyama. It, it wouldn't surprise me if Detroit gets a back to back pick because of how bad Detroit was. I'll trade second round J Will. I'm not trading first round J Will. I like second round J Will a lot. And I, I like but I don't want to like They're both so good. I like the core we have. I don't like if we get Wimby on it, great, but I don't really want to trade for him. They can take Trey Mann. Like I don't care about Trey Mann. You can take Trey Mann. <laughs> I think if they gave up they'd have to give up We'll get Jay, they'd have to give up Diang too. Like it'd have to be a big package. Oh, I'm fine with that. We'll give you Diang, we'll give you Poku. Uh we'll give I'm, I'm willing to trade every single person except for SGA, Giddy, and Chet. SGA, Giddy, Chet. Okay. Yeah. Dude, Ian, will. Ian, have you seen this guy's highlights? And I'll take Jay. Give me – and I want to keep Jay Will and Jay Dub. He's I'll, doing that against pros. He's doing that against pros. Dude, I, I know, but I like what we have. I want to keep Jay Will and Jay Dub. Uh, I'm good. I just don't know. I don't want to give up like the barn for him. He's dude. Literally, they there are quotes from NBA executives that he's the best prospect since LeBron. Then nobody's going to trade for him. Nobody's going to want to give that up. What I'm saying is, Presty would Jedi mind trick them. Don't forget, like there's Presti, no way Presty has more assets than like he's got like 16 first round picks. He's, if he's the best prospect since LeBron, then nobody's going to say, some say. for him. Some say, well, well, here's the thing. If you give up the farm for him, which OKC has like seven farms at this point. They got seven farms. We traded, we traded for Paul George in his prime for a bag of balls. And like, then a, a bag, bag of, of balls, it was Ola Depot and Sabonis. Sabonis is going off right now. He didn't do jack in Indiana, though. But look, Especially wait, not oh, right yeah. after we traded him. Especially not right after I'll we traded him. Indiana. But also, don't forget, whenever we got Sabonis, he wasn't this guy. Like, he, we never no. knew. He was, he was not, that, not even that good at Gonzaga. He was fine. Yeah, and then Ola Depot. Would just all right, but you could tell that was a genius move to get rid of Old Depot at that point. And I hate we that. Let him cook. I loved Old Depot. I hate. I that. loved Old Depot too. I thought him and Russ because uh, to me that was just like it was just would, it was like John Wall, Brad Beal on crack, and I loved it. I wanted Old Depot. Like think about this: Old Depot with Durant and Westbrook. And Horford, because uh, they Horford said back then that if KD would have came back, Horford was coming. Horford was pretty much a guarantee like two or three times to OKC before he got washed. And that it would have been it would have been Russ, Oladipo, KD, Serge, Horford. Oh, let's be honest. If James Harden was still here, we'd probably carve out some money and bring in Horford as well. Let's let like let's keep it real. Kevin Durant ruined everything. He he legit blew up the like. They had to go and get George and Mello, like washed Mello and good Paul George. Uh, all, probably one of the best versions of Paul George. Because it was post injury, 
but yeah, he was but still really good. MVP, I believe it was either fourth or third in MVP, Paul George. It's one of the best Paul Georges we've gotten. It's that in Western Conference Finals of two years ago, Paul George. I don't know. His his years with, with Indiana pre the injury were really good. No, that last – that one run to almost to the finals with Paul George, dude was on another level. Like, he, that's like top 10 player in the league, Paul George. Like, like When he was I, with the Clippers? Yeah. Whenever it was Kawhi was out and Paul George was leading the squad in the Western Conference Finals versus the Phoenix Suns, that man yeah. was – There's – there's God mode, and there was a level where Paul, Paul George was like right underneath it. It like yeah, Paul but then, was what was the year that Paul George was whack in the playoffs for the Clippers? Was that last year? No, that was no. three years. The before. bubble, the bubble, the uh, bubble. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. So it doesn't count. Just don't worry. That's about that. where he like hit the uh, top of the backboard. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. also his playoff run with OKC. He was not that good either. Whack. Damn. We do need to. You know who's? You know who was bad in the playoffs in Game Six in the pivotal game? Kevin Durant. Also, clown. No, you know what? I'm out on my KD take. I'm all those feelings got dredged up again, and I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I thought I had let. I thought I had let time like heal me. No. There's certain wounds that last for a long time, and here's the thing. I don't. I, I've been trying to look for articles. I don't know if o, if he's given like anything to OKC positively. Like he'll do it like for Russ. He'll he'll show love to Russ, but like I don't know if to the city of OKC. And it's because every time he comes back, he gets dogged. He's only been back like three times, right? He's been back a lot. I thought I he's saw a graphic that was like he's only time. been back like six times. He's only been. Because he had a, there was like several games with Golden State. He was back. Well, then again, he was only with Golden State for like two, no, three seasons, and he was three. out for the majority of that third season with injury. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be. I, I think I saw after the the newest one, uh, that he's only been back to OKC like six times. That, that does that that would check out. Oh, now I want to talk about that real quick. This is this hey, y'all. Is yeah. this about wrestling? No, it's about Billy Donovan. Billy okay. Donovan is a fraud. Ooh, I oh. like this. Go ahead. Billy is a fraud. I've been saying it since he was in Oklahoma City. I was saying he was the problem, and well, obviously they rebuilt. But look what he's done in Chicago. I said when he got hired at Chicago that this will prove how big of a fraud he is. Look at the team they have. They have DeMar DeRozan. They have Zach Levine. They have Vucevic. They have Caruso. They have all these guys. 40 and 42. Last season, they were 46 and 36. They're dropping. Billy Donovan only has one 50-win season, and that or 50-plus win season, and that was in the conference final game, which he refused to take. I don't know what he did in game six. He didn't make the right adjustments against Clay, and they just haven't been on that level since. Don't forget, game six Clay is a thing. It, no, it definitely is. He's, he's a mid NBA coach. He's mid. He's a fraud. He's gonna get you to the he's gonna get you to the playoffs and then you're gonna lose. Like yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's just, mid. He's very mid. I wouldn't be surprised if uh after this coming year. 
which I guess depends on how Lonzo Ball does. Because again, the I he may Bulls be are different team for his career. Yeah, that he guy, might be. That's that guy has Greg Odenitis. He's got Greg Oden problems. Yeah, yeah, he's but like Zion, they Zion said does it? his is not knee stuff. Zion doesn't have knee stuff. I thought Lonzo's was like his back. What I'm saying is, like Greg Oden, Lonzo's injuries are probably going to take him out. If Zion can adjust somehow, and Zion's making millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, he's probably got enough of a crew to help find out and give him a good career. Because if not, like the way I see it is like, bro could be Sean Kemp 2.0, where good career, but then flails out. But instead, he, he could also go like Greg Oden. Zion, Zion, he broke his foot, and now he has hamstring problems. Yes. Because he's eating too much ham. This is literally Lonzo. Lonzo, they, they said, right, I think I heard something yeah. about Lonzo it's, is doing some experimental surgery that, like, yeah. is 50-50 whether he can play again. Like he's there's in a very good bad shape. He's in over. bad shape. There's a very good chance Lonzo's career is over, which I hate that. He's a good point guard when a healthy. But there's a great and chance. he was so hyped up, like next Magic Johnson, L.A. Lakers, like L- Lamar's stuff. Bro, well, that was whack. That, that was just from. And he went to the Pelicans and was whack. And then he was actually playing really well in Chicago at some at one point. Still, I think he, some he was he was all right the year before he got traded. Yeah, and then he got then he got hurt. You know, basically, uh, be the next Jay Williams. Mm, ouch! Yeah. Well, I hope he's a good analyst. Mm. If you've seen any of the content that has been produced from Lavar Le- Ball, you will see uh, that is not the case. No, he a coach. He's gonna be a wah, coach. Wah. What happened to LaMelo, dude? The Hornets are awful. They might get Wimbenyama. Was LaMelo hurt at all? Or? No, probably. I don't know. The, I, the Hornets are so nothing. I would hate if Wimbenyama went to the Hornets or the Pel- or the uh, Magic, like these, or the Wizards, like these terrible teams. I. I just have like the biggest feeling in the world. Beal and Porzingis would be awesome. Beal hates it there. He's going into press conferences looking like he's his dog died. Well, don't sign him for three hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, he's stuck there. Yeah, here's the thing: if people are so upset, don't sign stupid money there. I understand it's stupid money, but guess what? If you're gonna hate it there because things haven't been going good, you eating up the majority of the money doesn't change a thing. Yeah, thirty-six games this year. That's like saying, "Damn, I stubbed my toe," then immediately lodging your foot into your bed, like into like the the foot of your bed, and then just breaking your toe. Like, are, are you stupid or are you dumb? Like, do you understand how finances work? I don't because my paycheck isn't that much, but I can understand that that just does not mesh well with the team. If you're eating so much mo- money than complaining, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, LaMelo, like, tore his meniscus, right? Or, or no, I don't remember what he did. Lonzo tore his meniscus. Uh, oh. 
I don't Lamello know what. Maybe like broke his hand. I, I don't remember. I know Lamel's got a case of being stupid, but that runs in the ball family. This is Trump, yeah, Trump had to bail him out. Trump had to bail LiAngelo out. This is strictly the hater. This is named the hater episode because that's all we've been doing today. Well, y'all can get y'all's wrestling takes off real quick. All right. Oh, we get to go super hater mode. I love it. Here we go. Uh, Levi, do you want it? You want to go ahead? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, I'm just not going to be watching WWE products for a while. I will be, I might tune into SmackDown because I, I, SmackDown's the show. Like, SmackDown's the show. Uh, but I'm I'm not tuned into Raw. Uh, I actually got more of a chance to catch me with the next team now that Carmelo Hayes is the champion, and they flipped it. They did a double turn, not triple turn technically, because Braun Breaker is now heel. Carmelo Hayes yeah. and Williams are faces. So I love that because now you might get closer to Young Papa Pump, which ah, give me Braun Breaker going. <laughs> Full on into <laughs> Scott Steiner. Just do it. Holla if you hear me. I love how Parker just left. Yeah, he like he's not even going to attend. We're going to try to get him into wrestling, and he's just going to evade at every point. Yeah. Uh, we'll be watching for Ben Hmm. Not in NXT, but she made it to Raw. They oh, have Io Sky challenging for the uh, – she's the number one contender for the raw women's championship. I think that's very interesting. She's not winning. She's not, she's winning. not winning, but I think like it has a chance of making her a star. Someone needs to take the title off Bianca. And it's not because I hate Bianca. It's because Bianca's in Cena wins lull mode. She's in Roman reigns wins lull mode. Like her reigns getting stale. And I, I think Bianca is phenomenal. If she gets like some type of twist, I would I wouldn't mind. But like realistically, unless Bailey decides to screw Bianca and like does a a Britt Baker, where you know how Britt she was like teasing, ah, I might turn, I might turn, and she doesn't. Yeah. Like that's the only way that's gonna happen. And that I WWE they don't have the cojones to do that. Depends on the draft. The draft could be very interesting. Um, see where people go. Hopefully, they make it like exclusive, like it was in the uh, ruthless aggression era. My other thing is, I kind of feel sorry for Raquel Gonzalez. She just won the tag titles, but at the same time, yep. like she is, when you need a, a happy baby face that has the personality of this, uh, like two day old cup of Coca Cola. It's it's uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and the thing is, like, she can. I saw her run in NXT. Like, she can be a top star, but the thing is, she needs to turn heel for that to happen. Like, what's going to happen is when they lose the titles, they're going to do do the same thing they did with Rhea Ripley and Liv winning the titles, and Raquel's going to turn heel on Liv, which and that will be good. Oh, yes. Raquel Gonzalez down in NXT, she was a heel, like, badass, and she was great. It it was was when the NXT titles in tag team titles started. Uh, It was, I believe, at the time, a heel group of Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. They were a tag team. And Raquel Gonzalez, when she's a heel, does phenomenal work. 
So probably having her go back to heel, that might be what gets the title off Bianca at like SummerSlam, maybe. Oof, maybe. Trish Stratus going after Becky. I'm, Dream match. That's crazy. My thing is, though, why? Why? Why, why not? Have, Becky's not doing anything right now. Let her take on the legends. You could have just had that be face versus face of like a respect thing or something like that. Besides that, well, why? I, Trish, Trish might be going part-time. Trish, Trish barely been around. <laughs> she she I'm going part-time again. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's interesting. Sometimes we just got to let let them cook and see if they either burn it or they make a good steak. The last time That's you said, hey, the last time you said, hey, let them cook was when Roman won at the Rumble. No, it was Elimination Chamber against Sammy. Like, hold up. We got to see where this goes. Maybe there's a triple threat. And then he just beat Cody. And then Sammy and KO, like I predicted, won the tag titles. And was that moment not awesome? That was a great moment. It was a great moment, but at the same time, like Roman still has the title, and I'm I'm just ready, ready to go to the next. I'm ready for the next chapter. Yes, Parker. All right, we gotta let him cook again, <laughs> folks. That'll do it. That long story ter- storytelling. <laughs> this was kind of a free swim episode of the IPL podcast. A little this bit of NFL hater. draft. This was a, a lot of NFL draft. A lot of NBA talk, lot some wrestling talk there at the end for you wrestling fans. Next week we'll we will be back with a mock draft. We will be about one week out, so we will have mm-hmm. a uh, some type of mock draft. We don't know if it'll be full one through thirty one or one through fifteen or something like that. But we'll we'll each have our mock draft, some sleepers, stuff like that. Uh, the week of the draft, I think we'll have a a much bigger one, but. Uh, kind of throwing it back to our days when we were on live radio doing our mock drafts um so that'll be fun this was the hater episode we will be better next week next how about this next week this was the hater week how about next week is all love week we got to come with with positive vibes every time (laughs) time you hate you have to put a dollar in the hate jar all right all right thank you all for listening stay tuned for next week Stay safe out there. Peace.